Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. We have the government in the house. So, Cleopa Malala, in the absence of a government spokesperson, <laughs> the oh. spokesperson of the ruling coalition becomes the what? The de facto. And actually, as Secretary General of the party, that is a spokesperson. He's a spokesperson for yes. the party. So, when he speaks, listen yeah. very carefully. Government mm. is speaking. Pay attention. Yes. Mm. Now, we want you to speak to Serkali because we won't open the phone lines in a while. So, Cleopatra has been telling us this government, the Ruto administration got in, they embarked on doing some things. There are very many things that they did within the first hundred days. There are things that they said that they were going to do. They're in the process of doing. Uh, if, all the concerns that are being raised now is cost of living it's being addressed there's work that's being done uh if, if it's about you know how we're gonna improve our economy those things their plans are already in motion things are happening things are being done uh, the government is working basically that's what question is are you happy with the way the administration is handling the affairs of government. And we've asked all those questions. Uh, the issue of the CASs, do we need them? Do we need that many? Do we need blah. We've asked the issue of uh, budget and appropriations of how much money is being spent by government. We've asked the, you know, the question of now, the latest thing, cabinet met yesterday and the cabinet has said, you know, we've been talking about privatization. We've gone through the country, we've taken public uh, views and opinions on privatization of various state parastatals. Now there's a bill that cabinet looked at and they said, this would be okay. One of the key elements of that bill is the National Treasury CS <coughs> look at a state entity, see it's not performing well, see it would be better maybe in private hands and immediately embark on the process of privatization without going to parliament. Now, this bill, of course, will go to parliament and we'll see whether parliament actually says, I take away the powers from me, <laughs> from me, so that the national treasury seers can be saying this. And this is a question that I imagine. If the administration is so keen on following the rule of law, what is it finding as such a difficult thing to go to parliament and just seek the people's consent on privatizing a certain entity, one or the other. The body given mandated, mandated to legislate. Uh, you know, a law is a law mm. when it passes all the legislative processes. Mm. And therefore, when parliament will pass the law that says you can bypass parliament and the CS can issue a warrant or can issue uh, can, 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 can order or can, can uh, ensure that uh, a parastatal is privatized uh, mm -hmm. and it's enshrined in law then that is our law. Yeah. The same way, yesterday or yesterday but one, the Ugandan parliament passed a law <coughs> criminalizing LGBTQ. Mm. You see, that is the law in Uganda. Mm. So when that will go to parliament, be debated, and parliament adopts that, yes, we can bypass parliament, then that becomes the law. Okay. And therefore, we shall be following the law as it is passed the, by the, the same government. The question is, what is the thinking now of proposing to bypass parliament? No, they are in, Why know, do you want to bypass parliament? We do not have a mischief in that. Huh? Hmm. Sometimes, you know, parliament 
process slows down the process of implementing certain policies okay. in mm. a government mm. sometimes mm. Are, you, are you seeing that yes and therefore we are just trying to find a way whereby we do not politicize because sometimes when you take uh, serious matters over uh, uh, serious matters that are going to ensure that we get our economy right through parliament first it can be derailed by time mm. it can lapse uh, through uh, the legislative season and a good idea a very bright idea can be lost in between mm. uh, us going to parliament therefore what we are saying is parliament the idea is convenience the okay. idea of bypassing the legislation or the authority of parliament uh, giving uh, consent to privatization of parastatal mm. We are not bypassing it and giving it to Alem. We are bypassing it and giving it to the CS mm -hmm. uh, in charge of Treasury. Who was vetted and who has the confidence of Parliament? But couldn't we just do that with anything then? Because, you know, it could be private firms today. Tomorrow, somebody else could decide what well, you know. What? Cabinet can sit tomorrow and decide. And decide. You know, all these things that we're this, doing actually doesn't have to go through parliament. We sit here, we discuss bills, they go to parliament, and those bills our just time. die. Yeah. How about uh, we give the attorney general the power to make bills? To, yeah, remove it from parliament completely. So the attorney Anything general can, can draft a bill. It comes to the president, the president sends to that bill and it becomes law. How about we just take a bill to parliament saying, you know, the, le the legislative role of parliament shall be taken removed. over by the attorney general? The, the arguments you're bringing up huh, mm. will be brought up in the debate. That is why With that decision, yes, that decision, <laughs> that decision is not going to be made in the streets. That decision is going to be made in parliament. So if that argument wins then an amendment will be done I so you still have an opportunity yeah. to advance your argument and that is why it is not dictatorial it is a proposal sure which it's is supposed to be just a moment no yeah. it's not worrying it, uh, it's a proposal mm. which is supposed to come before parliament debate it bring out the points that you are bringing it right and a decision will be made on the floor of the of, of parliament what is worrying is when you prefer the idea that uh, you know sometimes we have a very good idea and if we take it to parliament it's Text. going to take time people will now bring up Politics. Friv frivol frivolous political stoppages to the thing and then it ends up dying do you see what i'm saying yeah it has happened that before but this is what i'm saying don't you're not setting a precedent and saying actually this place parliament which is mandated to legislate hoping that you would actually bring up both sides or how many ever sides of an argument coming and come up with the best solution mm. for the country is actually a place where things go to waste time and die not really you know that is why he has respected the legislative and by taking the law to the parliament to ensure that they debate it and if they think otherwise if they think others and i'm sure mm. and that is where now the role of opposition comes in mm. if they think otherwise they will bring the matter on the floor of the house transact on the floor of the house advance and prosecute their matter on the floor of the house mm. and move amendments okay let's say mm, your boss essentially mm, comes and tells you because we also know that where the majority is in parliament right yeah. so the leader tells you actually guys we are going to come to you this is my suggestion and i am going to come to you over whom remember i am your leader and i am going to suggest that you remove from yourselves the power to do one two three things 
look at it again for the second time today, I'm going to ask you to be brutally honest. How do you think it looks? In what direction do you think this parliament then is going to lean? Essentially, you should know that uh, our constitution envisaged <coughs> having or having separation of powers between the executive and the legislature. Exactly. And uh, the legislative arm is supposed to operate independently. Supposed it's supposed to. to oversight the executive, mm. regardless of whether you are an, a member of parliament of the majority or minority. minority. Yes. Your commandate under Article 96, all the way right to 99, is to ensure that you have an, uh, an oversight body <laughs> oversighting the executive. Mm. I want to remind you, when government wanted to import GMO maize, mm. even legislators in the ruling party opposed. Sure. You saw Senator Cheryl Gay and senators from uh, uh, Rift Valley opposing vehemently, vehemently yep. the matter of, uh, of importation of GMO. Mm -hmm. You saw Didmas Baraza, a staunch supporter of the president, opposing. The president respected their views as an independent body meant to oversight him. In the same breath, it is now upon the members of parliament to make that decision. A proposal has been made by the executive, by uh, cabinet, to them. It's upon them to say, no, this is not right. So that is a duty they were elected to perform as independent members of parliament, as an independent arm of government. So yeah. the matter, the ball is now in the courts of the uh, legislators. Let's see how it unfolds. You know, what is worrying is not the fact that, you know, we are, we are following due process. Obviously, we are following due process. It's very, very good. What is worrying is the fact that that thought could even come to the executive that let us bypass you tested it the other day with sending the military without going to parliament and the justification oh, oh you know they are working under the police so it's not police above parliament it's not police under the map it's and you tested it them and then it can go to parliament later yeah we got that and it happened now you are taking a bill to parliament to basically say let's remove away the power of parliament to do something what is worrying is that the executive can actually conjure up such a thought because what you start asking yourself is what are they going to do next come up with a proposal as ludicrous as that one and say that you know what there are some bills that shall go through parliament and there are some others that don't have to go through parliament let's start with let's test a few of them you know bills that just don't have you know money element in them if it's about you know appointments we can appoint and open the door anything is going to fly in Cliff. it's the thought you know the there are countries where such bills well, forget that such statutes exist in their constitution okay mm. france they have something called le 49.3 how would you say it in, in french 49.3 <laughs> that one that one <laughs> three, three. okay mm. now yes the, the, yes this was set in 1958 now it was a reaction to what a previous regime prior to 1958 <laughs> had been it was an indecisive regime so they mm. said no, no no sometimes in this country this thing going to parliament, what Mojimo is saying, it takes too long. So, let's give the executive some power so that when a decision needs to be made, they can make it. But the circumstances then changed. If you look at the UK again with Brexit, there were certain laws that, uh, put it this way, there were decisions that the cabinet could or the executive could make. Yep. But special circumstances. Mm. What are these special circumstances that we have right now that require mm. this consideration to, to be, be made yes w what is it already our, our constitution also allows for such article 223 that has been quoted here you they know putting it. you can spend and then you come and tell parliament by the way jana uskari lisha amagasi lisha nikipika ugali nikanunua gas 
ndio hii bill ndio hii receipt the circumstances mm. the circumstances the special circumstances around yes. it what what, what would be the special circumstances for privatizing without parliament and that is the essence mm. of taking this suggestion through the required processes we have made a suggestion that legislation is going to parliament they are going to advertise for a public participation session just a moment mm. and it's good for you to <laughs> you know you know, you know your facial expressions and, and your body language shifting in my feet you know sitting, you get uncomfortable every no, that was a movement that was a shit <laughs> <laughs> what you was a protest <laughs> she's peaceful yeah. okay 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 Continue. so so the, the legislation mm. will go through public participation mm. we're going to have the pre uh, pre-scrutiny publication mm. we're going to have the first reading we're going to uh, interrogate clause by clause the the general public will have an opportunity mm. to bring forth the suggestions that you are bringing to enhance the bill so that it comes by the time it comes out in the third reading it is a bill that now miss the threshold of our constitution and therefore we are saying that we have given up an idea mm. it is go through the ovens of uh, public participation first reading second reading and people will vent people will ensure that at the end of the day we shall have a good bill okay so what we are saying is patience patience huh? uh, allow the government to transact and to give ideas on how it wants to uh, uh, revitalize the economy and fixing kenya's economy and fixing kenya's problems requires hard decisions hmm. hard decision hard and some of them include these ones. Hard decisions. Sorting out the banditry. Oh, don't even let me. No, just, <laughs> just, just, just a moment. So it required hard decisions. Because people are dying. People, we are going around the story. People are using uh, the same uh, banditry activities as campaign tools. Politicians were the ones involved. The police. It was a, an entire saga. But it required a decision, a decision, mm. a hard decision. So for us to fix certain <coughs> problems in this country, mm. we require a person who is decisive, a person who has a clear agenda for this country, a person who has proposals. Mm. We have made a proposal. Let us have counter proposals. Let us engage until we have the best out of it. You know, it is not a dictatorship. The, con the countries that I mentioned, one of the things about their constitutional demands or dictates in such matters, mm. Within those same constitutions, they had a clause where parliament, much as it could be bypassed, mm. could actually put a halt to that process. It wasn't their constitution. Meaning, for instance, in France, within 24 hours, a certain majority in parliament mm. needed to have a vote of no confidence within 24 hours. Meaning, there's, there's, a, there's, a, process, there's a process, there's, there's a check and balance within that. That's, um, a, that's a very brilliant idea. And, and I think with this kind of mind, we require you in a different platform. We will have to extract you from this uh, studio. I have seen you've got a brilliant mind that can help Kenya. And that one, I, it's a compliment, a very genuine compliment. Such ideas, I'm sure if they are processed in the minds of in the, minds of the executive plus the legislator of the current government, you are a resource person. And I'm, going, I'm not going to let you... Uh, uh, mm. Stay here and this. Mm. No, you know, you are. These, these are brilliant. Ah, city usiaribu. Just leave it there. I shouldn't say what I'm about to say. Kazi njoo hii na kujala fransa konge ambayo. Zero seven one nine zero one two six hundred. Ready to call. So the, we saw the poll the other day that was talking about whether people feel that Kenya is heading in the right direction. 
okay and we want to ask people the same same question so you can hear it and then you hear what the areas where kenyans are happy or kenyans are unhappy and that's what we want to, to do by opening up the phone line 0719012600 do you think the government is on the right track in addressing the issues that it ought to be addressing the pressing issues of kenyans today do you think the government is on the right track let's hear from you uh we, cleopa malala is here he is a secretary general of uda are you also uh quasi member of the cabinet no not yet mm. uh, not yet not yet mm. but uh, you it's never know you never know <laughs> <laughs> better days are coming <laughs> <laughs> recently people said that you had actually taken your foot and put it in your mouth and this was uh, soon after you were uh, uh, elevated the position of secretary general of the party yeah. and he started talking about you know how about we consolidate small parties within the kenya Kwanza coalition and bring them into one fold and become mm. one giant party of course you can claim victory because several parties have already come and said we have folded we have joined uda yeah. but then the others who've said cleopa <laughs> was speaking out of turn you know the way you said kill him to lunch 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 so <laughs> Uh, no it is a, it was a proposal you know we are a democratic uh, alliance huh? mm. which believes in uh, having a persuasive way mm. of negotiating with your sister uh, parties within Kenya Kwanzaa i brought forth uh, an idea mm. that come on for us to have political stability and tranquility in our uh, in our government so that we give the president good attention to concentrate on his development agenda let us have one political party and build it and emulate the likes of uh, ccm emulate the likes of anc nrm and other strong you parties really want to emulate NC? yes mm. huh? and nrm and even NRM, NRM is mm. a, at least at least they're mm. they're part of uh, uh, uh political they're, success stories they have a structure yes mm. and solid solid structures mm. so we are we, we because we lost most of our seats parliamentary seats because of our intra competition mm. ford kenya was competing with uda uda was competing with anc so for strategic purposes and because my role is to have a political party which is going to ensure that president william ruto is re-elected in 2027 in as much as we are advancing the development agenda we should on the sideline be advancing our political agenda to ensure that we remain strong politically mm. you remember uru kenyatta when he got into power he forgot to build his political vehicle that uh, took him to power so he started repairing the vehicle five years down the line and it was getting late so as we said we don't want to wait we want to service our vehicle Totally. We want to ensure that uh, we are always ready to travel anytime when you are when you wake up uh, at 3 a.m in the morning you just half kick and you're gone mm. so we said we want to consolidate one strong party there are parties which have agreed to us we were 14 affiliate parties up to now we are seven who are speaking the same language mm. the remaining ones are still contemplating but and see, we have said that, that we mm. shall work in whatever formula they want if they want to remain as isolative as, as independent uh, 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 parties we shall respect that okay if they want to fold up again it is a strategy that we shall employ okay so we are not dictatorial okay. we are a listening uh, uh party we are persuasive in our approach on issues i respect my former party leader Musalem Davadi, I respect the Speaker of the National Assembly, Moses Masika Wetangula, and we want to work together as a coalition. We are not going to have any divisive uh, 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 dialogue or uh, engagement in our uh, 
uh, alliance. Uh, you've turned down. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> I have several people on the line. Leroy in Kajiado, good morning. Good morning, Latin. How are you doing? Leo has convinced me almost entirely that the future might not be Raila Odinga, unfortunately. But um, what I would say is, the Africans say, if you know the beginning well, the end will not trouble you. So I think we understand where we are coming from. We know where we need to go. And people should give the Kenya Kwanzaa administration a little more time to prove a few things. I understand why Raila is doing what he's doing. But I also agree with Cleo that the government needs a little more time to figure a few things out. And perhaps as I close on a lighter note. Thank you, Leroy. Peter Kazungu in Mombasa, good morning. Good morning, Lati, for you. Very well. I want to uh, to ask Mishimua, uh, especially with regard to the creation of 50 positions for uh, CIS. Does he truly believe that Kenyans who voted for this particular government on account of running a lean government uh, on the, this call that uh, they are not looking for positions actually suggested to the PSC two months later that they want uh, 50 positions created for uh, those who had uh, uh, failed to recapture their seat. Does he truly believe that is what Kenyans told PSC? Because I participated in one of those sessions in Mombasa, and uh, I'd say probably 10% of the participants who were in that uh, in that particular hall uh, were pro-CIF. The rest rejected, and they wanted to see... Uh, a, lean, uh, a lean government, they wanted mm. to see the government prioritizing, uh, lowering the cost of living, and they believe uh, the creation of these positions will not lower the cost of living. Mm. So does he truly believe Kenyans uh, suggested to PSC uh, that uh, we need uh, 50 more positions for, P for, for CIS after rejecting Azimio that was uh, framed on uh, creating positions? That's a good one. We'll ask him. Thank you, Kazungu. Anthony, also in Mombasa, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm fine, my friends. And uh, how are you when you're back in my room? We're well, thank you. Our question today is whether you think the government is on the right track. Uh, what actually does it think that the country is not, uh, is not on the good track? Yet the majority of the people are not supporting this government. Is he not seeing what we are seeing or is just a psychophancy uh, supporting the incident? Thank you, Anthony. I don't know how you measure the majority that does not support the current government, but uh, <laughs> Cleola will respond to that. I think he's referring to where he's at, the majority uh, of people where he's at. Uh, majority yes. of his friends. Yes, Maliako. Uh, majority in his circle. Yes, exactly. Do not support the government. Yes. Yeah, we know where he is. Where well, he's in Mombasa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that first question, let's, let's just go to that one. Um, do you actually believe Cleopa? deep down your heart that people went to the public service commission and said ah the president wants people to be going to parliament and they'll be called cas that's a brilliant <coughs> idea do you actually believe that uh, our constitution provides for the right to information mm. every kenyan has got the right to information and i'm 100 percent sure that the reports published by the public service commission is uh, free you can you are free to access the the, the, the report mm. and therefore that kenyan should find time go to the archives of governments extract the report of the public service commission as pertains public participation on the issues of cas he will find that yes maybe in that instance only 10 percent 
supported the position of CS. But in other instances in the country, mm. uh, the, 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 the other argument uh, prevailed over the, 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 uh, the, the opposing of the uh, establishment of the office of the CS. Mm. And therefore, it is good enough for him to speak from a point of information. Let him get the report. He will get the facts because government works on reports, feasibility mm. studies, research, and therefore we cannot just wake up in the morning and say that uh, this is what Kenya said and yet they're not. Remember those public participation forums. We have answered uh, uh, gadgets. We have answered gadgets in those public participation. They are recorded and therefore any Kenyan can want and we have the public participation uh, bill. Mm. Uh, act which 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 came into act you, you, we have we have certain measures to see that uh, you can go back and look into issues of public participation second on the issue of um as to whether the majority uh, majority of the people are happy are happy mm. you know the only measure mm. of whether we have a majority of people who are supporting the government or not is through the ballot so we would like to urge my friend. It's one measure. Another one would be like opinion polls. No, opinion polls. Infotruck released same. one. Um, the same Infotruck released. Don't take me to that. Infotruck released one and they said 62% of the respondents said that Kenya is heading in the wrong direction. And 20, as against 22% who felt it's heading in the right direction. 15% were, okay, it's heading somewhere. Yeah, and, and, and that's an opinion. Mm. It depends on the on the on the uh, uh, scope. It depends also on the on the on the on the on the questionnaire what they were asking for. Maybe they were asking on areas which they feel Kenyans feel that we are not going in the right direction. But when you evaluate the government in totality, mm. maybe when you look at our tourism policies and maybe they are not encapsulated in the questionnaire, when you look at our East Africa integration relationship and foreign policy relationships, maybe they were not captured in the questionnaire. Mm. Maybe in other aspects of the government, we are performing well and we are an open government which listens. We are saying that, yes, if that opinion is true, then we are using that opinion poll to ensure that we still have time. We still have five year, four years down the line, four and a half years down the line. We are going to correct. Kenyans' opinion must be respected. We are going to use such data to ensure that we improve our administration. Nobody is perfect. So if 62% of Kenyans think, according to Ipsos, mm. that we are not headed to the right direction, we shall use that and we shall look at the notes mm. uh, that are attached to that report yeah. and improve our services to Kenyans. We want Kenyans to talk to us. Those who felt it is heading in the wrong direction of mainly citing the high cost of living, high taxes imposed on people, unemployment, poor governance, uh, bad politics, poverty, drought. Those that felt that the country was heading in the right direction were citing that there is peace in the country. Kenyans are living in harmony. The executive that's the ministries and the president were working well the cost of living was affordable the economy was doing well and growing and the president is a god-fearing person among others yeah good and, and you see that aspect of bad politics mm. so the 62 percent did not say that uh, yes they don't agree with the current establishment but they did not say that they want the other uh, parties to come and take over <laughs> they only said that <laughs> They are seeing that we are not heading in the right direction. Mm. They should give us time mm. to correct. To correct this course. And we are human beings. How much okay. time? You know, we are just six months down the line. And, and, How much time? And, and uh, five years. 
Okay. We have five years to. to so you should be given five years to. Yeah, be should be given, we should be judged after five years. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a break. It's twenty. How many minutes? Twenty-three what? minutes to ten. Kenya's biggest conversation takes a minute mid break because it's important to do this. Why? Reboot, recalibrate, re everything, and take a moment where you just say, ah. Helps your productivity, helps your immunity, boost your productivity. We'll still pick your calls after this. 0719-012-600. Speak to Cleo Pamalala. This is the Situation Room. The only way to start your day. Do you think the government is on the right track? Are we heading <coughs> in the right direction? Is this administration doing what it pro promised that it wanted to do? Cleopas said, six months down the road, look at the st stuff that we've done. Give us the full five years. You elected us for a five-year term. By then... If we haven't done the things we said, surely by then, if this baby you've delivered is not walking at five, then you'll say, okay, guys, surely. Hmm. Baby should have been walking at five years. Hmm. But you can't expect a baby, six months old, to already be walking and chewing solids. Hmm. Abi? Uh, to graduate university. Uh, yeah, hmm. sure. We, we need to be given time. Hmm. And even time to conceive. Because you don't just... Uh, oh, the baby's not born yet. No, no, no I'm saying... Oh, you just got married. You yeah, you just got married. <laughs> okay. you, need, you need to go through the... You know, you're taking uh, her to a date. Yeah. No, you don't just get married today. You engage in that act and conceive today. Hmm. Come on. Hey, let's even, go, uh, let's go to the lines. <laughs> Kamana in Nairobi, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Very well, thanks. Yeah, I think I want to make my contribution and say, I, I think the problem we have is with us, some of us Kenya. Uh, because we have a constitution that we need to follow. And if you look at that constitution, we have the issue of uh, regional balancing. Today we are lucky because we have a smart president who has taken advantage of the powers that he has to make sure that he fulfills that 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 aspect of our constitution through the cheapest way possible and at the same time maintaining a, a government that has a structure that has one single center of power for ease of management of our of, of our country so we can't blame uh, president uh, ruto for doing uh for appointing 50 CAFs. at the same time blame him for not uh, uh, uh fulfilling the regional balancing that is one number two if you look at those CS appointments, I mean, we have 50 or so uh, state departments. So we have each uh, person for, for a state department. At least he's done because he's a good manager. I mean, we've seen him from the time he was the, 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 in the Ministry of Agriculture. All the, the places that, uh, all, the, all the ministries that the president has gone through, he's always made a positive change. And that I can say we can only give him time Probably after two or three years, that is when we can judge whether he made the, uh, uh, the right decision or he didn't make the right decision. Number two, you cannot judge a government that has been in power for less than six months. In fact, uh, Uruto has not even been in power for six months, technically, because he's, those, those CSAs have not even started working. The cabinet started working way around what? I mean, he had constituted the cabinet. Those those guys were, were, were sworn in around, uh, no. I think, uh, if I'm not wrong, around October. Mm -hmm. So we need to judge him and, and be practical. Even when you start a business and it is not doing well in six months, you don't close that business. You look at the issues or probably uh, check that what you've done wrong, maybe after two or three years and check, uh, have I broken even? Or am I doing anything wrong? But you cannot judge a business that is six months old 
and that is practical. Go to anywhere. I mean, some of these businesses that we have, we take it takes us years. And then if we go back, yes, if you go back to the mess that was the last administration, there was a time I called. I said I, 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 we are trying to have an, a, a, a discussion about the monuments that we did in Nairobi, Uhuru Gardens, Uhuru Park. You you spend money on those monuments, and then at the same time you're going out to borrow money to, for, for 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 doing the junior secondary. I mean, you leave the, the, an empty coffer. The only way we can do for us to even proceed is to borrow. Because even the businesses are not doing well, they are not collecting enough in, enough taxes, and then you start you start blaming somebody who's been in power for six months. Okay. Surely, what is that? And Come then at the same time, you have to go to the street to to destroy the same businesses that are struggling, so that you can blame that that one person. Points I mean, made, Kamana. Thank you, thank you. Let's hear from Peter in Nairobi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Very okay. Uh, and I say this in just to Cleo. Mm. You know, I remember during the inauguration, Cleo and the Chesa were standing behind me and they did not even have a seat. But today I'm happy to see him uh, well seated and comfortable. Now we are back to Mali. We are back to Apa. And they say this, uh, <laughs> I'm totally against the 50 CS. In other words, you're not going to be able to <laughs> and I'm very disappointed uh, that he's really defending the 50 CSs. That I am totally against as much as I really supported this government. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Simon, good morning. Uh, good morning to you, uh, Eric. Karibu sana. What, what, do you, what do you feel? Are we heading in the right direction? You see, if, uh, in the first place, I'm a teacher. Imagine uh, legally posted in, in, in one of the... Okay, let me, let me not mention... The, 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 the primary school. Which county? Uh, uh, in this city. I'm legally stuck. As in, 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 in. So Simon, if I hear you... We should, you, you, we should remove you, this administration from power. Hold on. You are a registered teacher with the TSC. Are you yes, employed sir. by TSC? Sure. You have... You have been posted. I have the certificate. You have been posted to an area where you don't think you ought to have been posted. No, 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 no. Imagine I, I, I was posted legally and sacked. Mm. It pains me to make just that. Now, now tell Eric Moga. You know Eric Moga is a teacher. Mm. Please tell him. I've told him. Thank you, Simon. Tanui in Baringo, good morning. Good morning, Eric. Morning. So, uh, I want to congratulate Malala for what he's doing. He mm -hmm. started it well. And I think he represents the government very well. He should be the spokesperson, actually. But concerning the, the issue, the demos that Raila has chosen to put a to in our country, I want to really emphasize what we all know, that Raila is simply targeting to, to be given a handshake. We all know that. Because if you consider, if you look at the things, the demands that Raila is asking, demanding from government, they are all impossible. It's not possible for you to ask for, to be included in the select, <coughs> in, the, in the panel that will be selecting the, or, or really interviewing the, the IBC commissioner. When the law on the procedure of how that exercise should be undertaken. Tanui, if I'm to ask you just directly, are you, 
are you satisfied with the direction that the administration has taken so far? Are we heading in the right direction? We are heading in the right direction, and that's why I'm questioning on the people that think we are not heading in the right direction. Because, mm. first of all, this is a new administration in case. Okay. And it's very clear in the manifesto, the UDA manifesto, the Kenya Kwanza manifesto. It's very clear how the UNGA is going to be, the UNGA price is going to be brought down. Mm. It's very clear how the, the cost of life is going to be dealt with. All that has been put down very clear in the manifesto. So, so when Raila comes, I want I want to bring other callers as well. You've already made the point on the uh, what you feel about the demonstrations. Thank you, Tanui. Oduori Nairobi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Are we heading in the right direction? For me, from where I sit, we aren't. That's the first point. Hmm. We started going uh, going wrong when this government immediately it was elected. They started focusing on the opposition. Hmm. The opposition has got nothing to lose in this government. They can spoil. Mm. And the people who will be held culpable are the government, the people of the day. For example, the demonstrations that were there recently, people lost uh, some, some, some businesses were shut down. Yeah. People go, uh, got losses, whatever. If such people cannot come back and resuscitate their businesses, mm. they continue dying. Mm. Whom do, will they blame later? They will blame the present government for not protecting their business. Mm -hmm. Now, when they were elected, they, they failed to understand that they are now in government and they are now to control, uh, to, to start working on Mananji. They started focusing on the opposition. I, I'll, there you, maybe you can go through your records. Tell me any day that the president and deputy in a public forum where they never talked about the opposition. Why are you concerned with the opposition? Though, in fact, to so they should ignore point, them I and focus say, on, on their work, on their job. In fact, if I may say like this, the first time the Raila had, had started healing, the opposition had started healing, and in fact, they... They remained silent. They, they, they even went to, I don't know, is it Tanzania for, for holiday? And things were calm. And to the extent that even Ruto was allowed to even go to, to Nyanza and all that. And even Malala went there. But, but then, continuously, even through prayer, prayer meetings, you see, this is a prayer. Why are you talking about Raila? <laughs> you are irritating the, the position. And when you irritate them, they will not keep quiet because they also want to find themselves relevant. They are losing people. You, by you talking about them wrongly or uh, negatively, mm. they start saying, oh, we will lose our people. Let us also uh, fight back. Fight back. Odor, thank you. Yes. I hear you. So, so Point that's made. where we are. Point made. Thank you very much. Let's hear from Seth in Mombasa. Good morning. Uh, morning, Latif. Morning. How are you guys? Salama Kabisa. You've heard the feedback. There are those who are saying, all right, so what you are doing as a Secretary General, that's okay, it's understandable. <laughs> but there are those who say the government ought to be given time. There are those who say, okay, you're being given time, but you're also not focusing on the job that you should be doing. You are focusing on sideshows. Um... That is great feedback to me. And as a leader, I listen to both sides. Those who have criticized us, we are going to use your criticism to ensure that we change. And we want to assure you when I come back here, we will have either adopted or considered your views as Kenyans because you are the people we are leading and therefore we cannot 
uh, lead you with absolute disregard. So those who are divergent views from the government, we want to assure you that we are a listening government. We are going to put in consideration whatever you've proposed. Mm -hmm. And those who have complimented us want to say that we're going to improve on what we are, uh, we are doing at the moment. But just to uh, one key issue that has touched me, delocalization of teachers. This is a policy that came in place that we need to relook into because that policy of delocalizing teachers has made the family to be at the verge of extinction. The family mm. setup. Mm. Because you find that a, a husband is delocalized, is, is posted in a different county with a wife. Now, in the entire career, they never live together as a family. How I wish that policy is relooked because the setup of a family is on the brink of falling apart. Mm. We need to consider the family while making this policy of delocalization. What involved that policy? Uh, I, think, I think they looked into issues of uh, uh, people who are not taking their work seriously because they, you know, a person grows in the same village. Now, when you say delocalization, what do you mean? Delocalization, well, uh, it's a policy by TSC, Teacher Service Commission, huh? that uh, when uh, you come from a certain uh, sub-county, mm. you are not supposed to teach in that sub-county. It's supposed yeah. to be taken Somewhere elsewhere. Else. Like what you were mentioning earlier. Too. Yes. Mm. So uh, that has made families fall apart. It's not new. It, it's not. It's it's, 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 it's been there for like f the last five six no. years. But yeah. before that, it no. used to be there. I'm before. the one who took the case to court to oppose the delocalization policy. When it was reintroduced, believe me, mm. it was there. Yeah. Right after independence, so it, it was just there in practice. Huh? But now they put it now as, as a, a policy, formal, a formal policy. policy. Mm. And I took the matter to court, tried getting restraining orders, but uh, TSC won the case. But now it's. At time they evaluate the outcome of the delocalization because we have seen children now growing with a single parents yet they have both parents we need to appreciate the family setup so these are matter that we can look into and delve into uh, seriously so that we protect and cushion the family as a basic unit of life remember what you you we were then made into a policy didn't just involve teachers it was civil service anybody mm. who worked for serikali can be posted anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, yes, huh? but, but what I'm uh, talking about is the delocalization by the teacher service. Actually, I'm in agreement. So if I'm we, in push agreement it, if we push it beyond the teachers into the entire public service, even into the security agencies, police officers are delocalized. But I remember, I remember, hmm. I remember uh, 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 previously they used to consider the family setup. You'll see. A teacher who is the head teacher of Alliance High School and the wife is also a teacher in the same, in school. The same school. Nowadays, they look at your ID because your wife comes from Akuweni and you come from uh, Kiambu. Uh, Kiambu or Kirinyaga. You are posted, you, you are posted to Vihiga, he is posted, she is posted in Wajia. Mm. Come on. Can you really survive? No, the point you make is a valid one because what was, what existed served a purpose. Mm. You want to deconstruct any strong elements of tribalism and get people who work for the government to think like Kenyans so yeah. you could go and work anywhere. Mm. Now, are we saying that that particular way of doing things has served its purpose? And that now we think as Kenyans, or as you say, do we need to actually be granular and say, look, folks, when somebody's married, this is what you need to consider. Yeah, mm. that's what I'm saying. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm coming from a point of view of cushioning the family. Okay.
So they can be sent outside the outside. county, but they can but look at them going together. Going together. Consider taking them together. Yes. Because I'm sure Kakamega has more trained teachers who have not yes. been employed. If you yes. employed all of them, they wouldn't all serve. And and, and you can you can Kamega. even consider delocalizing before because when you when you Kamega County has got twelve sub counties, mm. you can delocalize from within the county. Mm. You must not delocalize far away from the family. From the home. Cleopatra, thank you very much for joining us today. You'll come back soon. We'll keep asking you these questions so that you can respond to Kenya. Thank you so much. This has been a wonderful session. Good to be here. Spice. How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.